Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. And today we're walking along a creek in a big valley. It's a beautiful spring day. And we're going to tell the story of Booger McFarlane becomes a bank teller. And I'm sorry if it's a bit windy. Booger McFarlane was sitting at home watching commercials and thinking of all the interesting things he could buy that he saw on TV. He was very interested in a deep fat fryer. And he thought, I wonder what it'd be like to fry a hot dog. It would be delicious. He looked in his wallet. He only had about $11 and the deep fat fryer was over 200. Oh no, said Booger. I can't afford this and I really wanted it. You know what though? I'm getting hungry just thinking of fried hot dogs. He went to his kitchen. Oh no, he cried out. There's no hot dogs left. In fact, his fridge was empty. He opened his cupboards. All there were were empty bottles of ketchup and empty bags from hot dog buns. He searched his entire house. It was empty. I guess I better get a job tomorrow. He went on to his laptop computer that he had just bought and started searching for jobs. Hmm. I like this one, a bank teller. I bet I'll have to tell people at the bank what to do. I love telling people what to do. He emailed over his resume and then he went to sleep. The next morning, he woke up with an email. It said, Dear Mr. McFarlane, we would like to offer you the job of bank teller starting today. Please come down to First National Bank. And it gave an address in the central part of the city where Booger lived. Yeehaw! said Booger. He was so excited. He decided he would make a good first impression. So he went in the shower, he had a little bit of soap, and he washed his entire body. Not very well, I'd say. He also even brushed his teeth, but they were still very dirty. And when he smiled, you could see all the brown bits of food that was still stuck in his teeth. He drove his car to the bank. When he got there, he parked right in front and he walked in. He yelled at the top of his lungs, Hi everybody, I'm Booger, it's my first day. I'm a teller. What do you want me to tell you to do? 
The bank was very quiet. People looked at Booger like he was a bit of a weirdo. Everyone at the bank talked in very quiet voices. Booger didn't really know why they did. So then he whispered, I'm Booger. I'm the no bank teller. I'm here to tell you what to do. Just then, a very thin man with a very long face in a very dark suit with a little pencil mustache walked over and he said, I am the bank manager, Mr. Asquith. How can I help you? Booger looked at him. Well, howdy, Mr. Asquith. I'm the new bank teller. And let me tell you something. I love your suit. Mr. Asquith looked very perplexed. You are Booger McFarlane. I was expecting somebody a bit different. Well, I'm here today to start telling people what to do. Where do you want me to go? Do you want me to tell everybody that walks into the bank what they should do? I can do it. Hey, you, you, yeah. You better go get some money out from the person over there. Mr. Asquith looked very perplexed. Actually, Booger, I don't want you to tell anybody what to do. Your job is to stand behind the counter and when people come, you either take their money and deposit it in their account, or you give them money from their account. It is a very important job. Oh, all right, this sounds great. Booger went behind the counter. The first person came up. Hello, my name is Madame Winterbottom, and I am here to deposit money. I am very rich. Here is one million dollars. Please put it in my account. Booger's mouth opened wide. He had never seen so much money. One million dollars? Well, wee-haw! He took the money and put it all into a box at his feet. I'll put it in your account. He wrote on a piece of paper, Madame Winterbottom, one million dollars and they signed it with a big b for booger there you go madame winterbottom who's next <laughs> up came another man my name is carl i own the car dealership i would like to withdraw ten thousand dollars all right said booger he got the box at his feet and took out $10,000 and gave it to Carl. Carl said, don't you need my account number? How do you know I have $10,000? And how come you have so much money at your feet? Just then the manager, Mr. Asketh, came over. Mr. McFarlane, what are you doing? Carl here is one of our best customers. What's going on? Booger looked at the manager of the bank. Well, I don't know, Mr. Asquith. He, he said he was supposed to give me some numbers. I don't know anything about that. The bank manager looked at him. Well, obviously, Booger, you've got to check that they give you their account number so you know how much money they have. That's why you have this computer. Booger looked at the computer. Oh, is that what that is? 
Just then Mr. Askith looked on the floor. Why is there so much money here? Oh, a lady came and dropped it off, said Booger. Her name is, um, Madame, oh, Madame Summerfeet, no. Madame Autumn Ears, no. Oh, Madame Winterbottom. Yeah, she gave me a million dollars. Mr. McFarland, said the bank manager, Mr. Asketh. That money should go into her account. Oh, how was I supposed to know that? Mr. Asketh said, you always need to make sure you get their account number. Type it into the computer to make sure they have enough money. Don't give away any money unless you make sure they have enough money in their account. They can't take out more money than they've given us. All right, said Booger, I got it. I'm gonna be the best bank teller ever. He had a big smile. Just then, a man came up to Booger's station. The man said, give me all your money. Booger looked at him. All righty, how much do you want? I want all your money. Give it to me now. What's your account number? Said Booger. Account number? Just give me all your money. Go to the, go to the safe. Get it all or there's going to be big trouble. Well, said Booger, I'll have you know if I don't get your account number, there will be big trouble. Mr. Askew was very clear. I had to get an account number. Don't you get it, buddy? This is a robbery. Give me all your money. It doesn't matter. The way this bank works is you give us money and then you come back and you take it out. So I can only give you how much money you've given us. This is a robbery. Give me all your money. I'm going to need your bank account number. It's seven digits. Ugh. All right. My number is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Give me all your money. Let me just check how much money's in your account. Booger typed on his computer. One. Hmm, where's that two? Two. Where's the number? Three. Hmm. Four, five, six. There's no seven on my computer. I can't check that. Oh, wait, no, the seven's right here by the six. I found it. Now I'll press enter. I'm sorry, Mr. Robbery. That account is not a valid number. Are you sure it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? That's a very, very interesting number. Most numbers, I think, start with a nine. Give me the money. I've got a gun. Just then the robber pulled out a gun. You won't need a gun, but here's a pen, Mr. Robbery. Why don't you try writing down your account number? I'm going to shoot this gun if I don't get all the money. No, don't shoot the gun. <laughs> Write your account number down, Mr. Robbery. Listen, have you ever even been to a bank before? Yelled Booger. The robber was getting really angry. Tell me right now, how much money do you have in this bank? Booger looked. How much money do I have in this bank? Well, I'm not a customer, but let me tell you how much money I have in my wallet. He brought out his wallet. I've got a $10 bill. 
I've got a $1 bill and let me check my change purse. I've got a quarter and four pennies. I've got $11.29. Why do you want to know how much money I have though? Listen, I want all the money in the vault. Oh, well, let me check your account. Just then, the robber shot the gun three times in the air. Boom, boom, boom. The rest of the bank, everyone fell to the ground, terrified. Booger looked at the robber. Mr. Askid is going to be very, very cross at you. Do you know how much ceilings cost to repair? We're going to have to take that money out of your account if you'll just tell me the number. The robber looked at him. I don't have an account here. Well, then you're at the wrong bank, said Booger. Why would you come to a bank and try and get all the money when you don't even have an account here? Really? Some people are so rude, mister, and you are very rude. The robber's face started to go red. He was very angry. Give me the money. The robber reached forward trying to grab Booger. Booger leaned in, thinking the robber wanted to tell him a secret. As Booger came in and the robber came in, their heads collided. Booger had a very thick skull. The robber's head hit Booger's head. The robber was knocked out. <laughs> the robber fell to the floor. Mr. Athkiss came over. Mr. McFarlane, I can't believe you're so tough. You're so brave. You stopped the robber. Just then the police showed up. Policeman Joe said, Well, I've never seen anything like this. What an incredible bank employee. You stopped the notorious bank robber bandit. He's been robbing all the banks around this city for the last year. You deserve an award. That afternoon, Booger was on TV. He was famous. He got a key to the city. Mr. Askith even gave him a special reward of a $1,000 prize for stopping the bank robber bandit. Booger was very happy as he drove home. He still didn't really understand why everyone was so happy. He just accidentally hit the guy in the head. He actually thought he would have gotten in trouble for knocking the guy out. But everyone seemed happy. In fact, his head didn't even hurt. Before he'd left the bank that day, he went and took the check Mr. Askith gave him as a reward, and he asked to convert it into cash. He had $1,011.29 in his wallet. He went straight to the supermarket, where he bought the biggest order of hot dogs, ketchup, and hot dog buns. He went home, and he was so happy. Because now, he had a long, long supply of hot dogs. The next day, he was supposed to work at the bank. But he had so many hot dogs, he decided he didn't want to go back. In fact, he felt disappointed. He hadn't been able to tell anybody what to do. And the only thing he'd done was accidentally hit a guy in the head. So he spent the rest of the week from home and never went back to that job. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. <laughs>
Bye-bye.